Hey guys, it's Josh, and welcome back for a brand new episode. We have a whole lot in store for you today. We're joined by another dating coach, Alana McKenzie. Alana is one of the hottest names coming up in the dating community, and I know you're going to love her because I love her. Before we start today's episode, I just want everybody to take a quick minute, pop on over to your favorite social media hub or your favorite podcasting station, and give us a great review, five stars, because I know that's what you feel in your heart. Just give us a follow. It takes two seconds, and then... You'll hear a quick word from our new affiliate sponsor, and then we'll head right into the episode. I can't wait for you guys to give this one a listen. Let's go. Hosting a birthday party, having a family reunion or a church event. How about new merch for your business? Well, it's a good thing that you're plugged in with the best custom made-to-order company in Columbus. Television is new, professional, and has a five-star rating on Google. We make what you envision come to life. Give us a call or a text at 614-537-1160 for any quotes or questions. Um, check out our website also. It's at www.tunnelvision.pro. That's P-R-O. Um, also, our social media platforms are Instagram and Facebook. Our Instagram is at refuse.toulouse, and our Facebook is at LLC. Keep your eyes out for our TikTok and Snapchat coming soon. Look forward to hearing from you. Bye. All right, guys, so I'm here with Alana. Um, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us how you got to be where you are today. Hi, um, I'm Alana. I'm a dating and intimacy coach, and I got here by being really, really bad at dating and <laughs> and uh, exploring that. I had a huge growth edge there um, for many years and eventually got to a place where I was somewhat of a dating expert (laughs) and um, turned my own love life around, experienced a lot of success in dating, I'm now engaged. And along the way, I realized, you know, I'm not the only one struggling (laughs) on this path. Uh, I'm not the only one who has these problems. (laughs) And um, began my business to support others going through what I went through previously. (laughs) Listen, if I had a nickel for every relationship that I didn't even make it to the starting stage, I could retire right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then a penny for everyone, I kind of fumbled the ball enough. Jeez, I'm a millionaire. Right, yeah. No, but... Um, Same I, boat, yeah. not worry. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Like, so the mantra of the show is like, is being single really that bad? I don't mm. think it is. But on this other side of that coin, any day now, I'm also ready to like... I could hang up like the Bachelor jersey, you know. I Like I, I'm ready to retire it, but I'm also not mm. in a rush as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, and I think that's when you start forming some of the best connections is when you don't try to like rush the clock, be like, oh my God, I'm yeah. almost 30 or, you know, I haven't had a relationship in two years, like um, things like that. I feel like hinder because yeah. you, you try to force things. Yes. Yeah. So I actually teach seduction <laughs> now. That's part of what I do. Um, and that is a key part of a seductive nature is not to be uh, time bound. <laughs> Definitely not to be in that kind of boxy, like relationship box yeah. of like, you know, uh, what are we? Or, or like, um, you know, the three date rule for, for sleeping together or like these kind of really labely boxy uh rushing 
you know, energy is like not attractive. Right. It is, it's not seductive. Um, so I, I definitely do always warn against that <laughs> in, in any attraction. So I love, I always love the word seduction. And like recently I've started reading a lot of books on seduction. One of my favorites is the art of seduction. Um, it's a classic. And I say this all the time, people get it misconstrued. So I think you could also shed some light on this. So seduction originally started out as like a female only like lane. And then it like blossomed into like males and females, but there's a lot of feminine energy within seduction. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, And I think that's one reason that seduction has kind of a bad rap is that, well, first of all, it has to do with sexuality, which no one, (laughs) well, I shouldn't say no one, many people are uncomfortable with. So, you know, and culture has not like been super accepting of that. And so sort of anything that has that kind of like sexual under undertone, right, is going to be a little bit and then seduction also I hear people you know use the word like manipulation like as if you are uh playing a game or getting someone and you know what that can be true like people can be seductive and and not serious right quote unquote that's like the issue however consider that you're also always seducing someone when when you're getting into a relationship that is what you are doing um (laughs) is that kind of it's it's getting into that uh allure right like you're getting into that attraction and desire like you you're getting into that space of want of wanting someone and wanting to be with someone and spend your time with them um and i don't think that has to be a negative thing you know i don't i don't think it has to be you know, uh, something to be afraid of or something that's like only connotated with being negative. The feminine piece, yeah, I th- so in what I teach is that feminine and masculine are sort of like necessary for, for attraction, right? It's using polarity. Yeah. So you want to have that strong feminine energy, but you also want to have that strong masculine energy present. And knowing how to balance those two is kind of where the juice is at for um, for attraction, for creating attraction between people. Well, you know, and that's something I kind of, or I feel like a lot of people struggle on. It's most like when they try to flirt. Um, mm-hmm. Not everybody's a great flirt. Or I won't even say that. Not everybody has discovered their style of flirting. Yes, excellent, yeah. I say this all the time. I was like, I am completely awkward. I'm like super awkward. However... The reason I'm charismatic is because I know I'm awkward and I know how to lean into it. I own it. Mm -hmm. Once you make it your own, I feel like, like, okay, like it's intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Authenticity and confidence in who you are is so attractive, right? I mean, like that's, every book is going to say that. That's, that's not anything new. Um, We can talk about flirting. You want to talk about flirting? Oh, dude, let's, (laughs) listen, I don't know about you, but I have my swim cap on, my goggles. Let's dive in. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So, um, yes, flirting is, I like to define it naturally because I think it's something um, that people get, like, again, like seduction, they get up in their heads about it. So flirting is just expressing an interest in someone else. That's at its base, like, that is all flirting is. And 
I used to be a really bad flirt because I would get all, again, all in my head about like what it meant for me to flirt with someone and, you know, what I wanted from them and what their response was going to be, right? That, that fear of rejection. The best flirting is just flirting that you do to express interest in someone else from yourself, like from your ultimate sort of like you were just saying, like you've, you've got your essence of that kind of like weird, but funny going on, then you just lean into it and magic, right? You just own who you are and what you want, right? Like if you want to get to know that person, like just saying something funny or, or interesting or, or even not right. Not everybody is like that high vibe, funny thing. Um, you are probably off to the races. A couple things about flirting, let's say, <laughs> at the beginning. Um, it's best to start with a line that's not directly about the other person. Okay. So you want to start with something that's like environmental based, right? So you're talking about the room you're in or like the activity you're doing or whatever they've ordered at the bar, right? Like it's, you're, you're making a comment about something that's going on and moving from there. Or if you're on a dating profile, you know, it's okay to say something about who they are but generally you know commenting on how something is happening in one of their pictures is going to be much more successful and in dating uh dating websites i also recommend winky faces winky faces go so far Listen, <laughs> i just i just can't understate that <laughs> i'll never forget um okay i'll like mildly forget i don't remember what year of college i was in but mm -hmm. i definitely had somebody says say it was like hey it's not that i'm not into you it's just your emoji game is pretty weak and i was like <gasps> oh, no. i was like what they're like yeah you just use like the smiley like you use the same emoji all the time or you don't use an emoji and i'm just like is that a thing like is that a real thing but as i it like it sounds a little like a cop out i'm not gonna lie to you well on the other hand i was like i was like yeah sure whatever however like as time progressed and then i get messages the right emoji can elevate a text message. That is true. That you is know. absolutely true. Um, whether it's the peach or my favorite is like the drunk looking emoji. Um, because there's so <laughs> okay. many, there's so many uses for it. You know, either you had too much fun last night or you just see somebody and then like your whole face just like, like jaw drops. Cause they don't have a jaw drop emoji yet. So it's like, I know I've been like, waiting for that one. Yeah. I'm still using the head blown, the like mind blown one. That like I think if I like had to go back and look at my top three emojis, it's like mind blown, drunken emoji, and like the smirk emoji. No, it's like the little pouty. It's the pouty emoji. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you what mine are because I'll be too embarrassed. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I'll probably cut it out. Not really, but like. so on the other hand, we talked about would you say there's bad flirting? Like if there's good qualitative flirting, there has to be bad flirting, right? Definitely. Bad flirting is flirting where you keep going after they've clearly expressed that they're not interested in it. Um, <laughs> and bad flirting is also forced flirting. So when you're not really feeling that flirty and you're trying to force yourself to flirt, you don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Like you don't need to. Um, totally fine to take breaks from, you know, seduction or flirting or whatever. Then there's also like flirting when you realize you don't want to be in it anymore. There can be this moment where you're like, actually backtrack, backtrack. <laughs> um, and then in that case, I'll always recommend um, 
calling attention to it. So you say something like, wow, you're, you're a flirt, <laughs> you know, or, yeah. wow, look at you flirting with me. Uh, this can kill the, the flirty vibe very quickly. Um, and so you can just shut it down. I will, like everyone should know you have the power to shut down any flirting that's happening. Totally fine. Um, I do also like to, I love flirting now, yeah. you know, I'm engaged. I don't flirt for like seduction right now, but, <laughs> um, with others, but, uh, I like to, you know, just like I go to the taco truck, I, you know, I'm at a restaurant anywhere, you know, like just some flirty words just to let someone know that they're interesting or fun or, um, you know, that you see them. That's really what it's about. It's like, do you see them? Do you recognize that they're, that there's something about them? That is great. Like I am, I agree with that a hundred percent. And this is the issue I run into so often because of certain jobs. Mm. You're forced to flirt. Like mm. it like comes with the territory, mm. like waiter, like server, you know, bartender, salesman, you know, um, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say it's a con, but flirting usually helps to make people slightly more persuasive in that sense. Yeah. yeah yes. Slightly manipulative. However, mm -hmm. Once you do it so much, it almost becomes like a second nature yeah. type ordeal. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. have you ever ran into a flirting machine, like somebody who just like can't shut it off? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Tell, <laughs> tell me about that. Like, let's, let's hear a little bit about that. Um, I mean, I personally don't take those people very seriously, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. The sort of endless fountain of it mm -hmm. is, is kind of just like, yeah, you're, you know, it is, it feels forced at that point, almost, you know, where it's just kind of like, hmm, you're, 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 that's all you know how to say, right? Like, that's all, that's the only way you know how to be kind of a thing, rather than, um, like, seeing them as a full human, um, you know, there definitely are a full human, but yeah. it's like, well, you're not going to show it to me, I guess, so. <laughs> and I think that's one of, like, the hardest things that I sometimes, even, like, as much progress as I make, sometimes I have trouble even realizing that the on switch is on. Mm, yeah. You know? And then they're like, mm. did you just flirt it that entire time? I'm like, no, I did not. They're like, yeah. but you did. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> Didn't notice. Sorry, I could not tell you. I was like, I just, you know, yeah. I just was doing it. I thought I was just being nice. They're like, no, you were yeah. being a little too nice. I was like, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I own it. I know it. Yeah. Noted. You know, there are, um, there are personality types that are more prone to it. So, uh, I'm an ENFP. I don't know if you know Myers-Briggs. You know, everybody has taken it. And I, like, I was forced to take it for like my first job when I turned 16, but mm -hmm. I've like, I use lately, like in college and like my now professional career, we use more Enneagram. So I haven't, I don't even remember my Myers-Briggs. Oh, I love Enneagram. Um, but Myers-Briggs is cool. It's interesting. One of the descriptions of my personality type is that everyone thinks you're flirting, even when you're not. Um, so, so I, I, I feel you. <laughs> I got that experience. And, um, and like you said, um, or earlier, you turned your like fails of dating into like success through business. I've done the mm -hmm. same thing. Like my over flirting has now become a tool that I like, Hey, here thing do's and don'ts. What do yeah. you try it at home? Yeah. Um, 
besides like confidence and authenticity, could you like name like th- maybe like three, two or three like really good components to be a quote unquote good flirt, you know, or like that are like standard in flirting? I always say keep it positive. Uh, you know, I think there's this kind of sort of culture around like kind of jabbing flirts, which is fine, or like put down flirts. But th- that, in my opinion, kind of like sets up the relationship to be like a little bit confrontational. <laughs> um, so, you know, if you're feeling confrontational, like, and that's sort of your style, sure. Um, but I super recommend, you know, finding more positive ways to flirt and really, you know, keeping that more um, open, compassionate yeah. level <laughs> in your relationship. Um, I just think that sets you up for like a way better long-term flirty situation i totally believe in long-term flirting like i flirt with my fiance constantly i think it is the best way to interact <laughs> listen i feel like i feel like that's like what is the quickest way to get me out of a relationship is when i feel like the flirting and the banter start to decline mm-hmm. because i was like babe like we have to be together forever you know so I was yeah. like, if we could only like flirt for the first six months or yeah. and then like another six months after we get married, then no, I feel like we're in so trouble. Fun. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You know, that's, that's the other part of it, I guess, too, is like, yeah, you're putting your best foot forward in dating, but also you want to put like your actual life forward. So like, you know, being in love is like a super uh, hormone cocktail, right? Like your dopamine, your endorphins, like everything, serotonin is just like telling you you're happy all the time when you're in love. And then real life starts to go on and like, (laughs) you might not feel like that same, um, you know, high, the love high, right? But you still like for a long-term relationship, like you're talking forever, you, you want to have that at least basis of like, this is how I am. This is how I operate. Like, um, you know, <laughs> am I fun? Am I, yeah. you know, how am I in life? And, and it doesn't have to be that you're always like fun and flirty. Like definitely there are introverts. There are, <laughs> you know, uh, people who are, are more low energy or, um, just kind of move at a slower pace through life. Um, but, and that's also like, you're still totally capable of creating flirts, I have to say. But just like making sure you got that like flirt level that, yeah. in your, your own way, yeah. like very important. Now, would you say that the approach is really different for men and women? I feel like there's always this machismo stereotype that like men are aggressive and like that's like kind of like their style of flirting or like that's mm. like the only thing they know. And like women are just like doting or, you know, submissive, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I haven't experienced that, um, from men that wasn't, I I mean, maybe that's just like not my type or something. I know that, um, that can happen. Right. And especially like some cultures are, are extra, like men can't express emotion. Right. And so the, the emotion that men then go to is anger because that's like the only one that's acceptable (laughs) (laughs) is like being aggressive. Um, and so, you know, I think, yeah, that, that would happen in that case. Right. Of like, especially if he's not feeling powerful, like, especially if he's not feeling like he's got control and like he is it right. Like that confidence, 
for sure. I could definitely see someone go into aggression. And then, yeah, I, I guess the same thing would be true of women. Like, so often there's this social, you know, I mean, so women are pack animals, right? Where humans are pack animals. Women survive in a pack through community. Like, we survive by getting along with people. That's, like, our human nature. <laughs> um, and so our safety is often in getting along, right? It's often in being agreeable. Um, that said, that's not necessarily like a functional response. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's often just like, yeah, a behavior that's like based again in not feeling powerful, like not feeling like you're safe or not feeling like you get to say, you know, what's hap what, what right. you want or what's happening. Like you don't get a say in it. And body language is such a massive thing that I mean, sure, you could teach it, but there's some intuition that some people just have to have or just mm. don't possess of, I'm not getting the reciprocation or the reaction that I thought. And that doesn't yeah. always, most times that doesn't mean, hey, I should probably try harder. But a lot of times it's interpreted that way, mm -hmm. I feel like. So guys, you have to be careful to find that balance of, I think of it like this, you have a cracker. You can only put so much cheese whiz on this cracker before it's in, on your hand, you know? Like yeah. it's just falling yeah. off. And at that point, it's like, it's like, do you want some cracker with your cheese or like what? Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can talk about body language. I do teach flirting through body language too. Um, so for masculine people, yeah. right, uh, body language during flirting should be very direct. Um, it should be very like upright, like very straight on, like facing your, your flirting partner. The words you use, very direct, just kind of like, hey, I saw you, you were cute kind of a thing, like totally fine. Um, flirting from a feminine energy, like feminine perspective, you want to do almost the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you want to set yourself up with asymmetry. So you might have your body like tilted away from them a little slightly. Um, you can do things like, um, cocking your hip, like keeping your, your hip to the side, crossing your legs. If you're sitting down, um, basically anything that's creating different angles with your body. Uh, also you can do things with your hands too. Like you can't see, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I get, well, I guess it's not quite the body, but again, expression, you're, you're going to express, especially from emotion, like, wow, I would love that. Or wow, I, you know, like something that's, again, it's not direct, yeah. right? So those are, those are sort of the, the little, the basic rules of like flirting from your masculine is going to be super direct, um, body language, really straight and direct, and then feminine, the opposite. So body language, really indirect, sort of asymmetry, um and and softer like a softer approach all right well alana we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to be right back with some more questions i deserve a raise because yeah it literally burned down without me <laughs> that's a lot of burden to have on your shoulders yeah um but that's what happens when you're just a, a quality employee you know yeah it's the burden. <laughs> all right guys you've gotten too good so now they're gonna ask you to do everything honestly i have tried to be like less active in my job because i was like i i gave you i was like i was i was too good to you guys so i was like let me stop <laughs> breathe a little bit give other people a chance to shine and then uh it will be good yeah <laughs> so like are you feeling okay and i was like yeah i just 
I feel like I shouldn't be doing four people's job. That's that's it. That's all. All right, guys, we are back. I hope you're really learning some stuff today. Um, like you're picking up on body language, do's and don'ts, directness. You know, don't be vague. Being vague sometimes is not your friend when you're trying to flirt. Actually, not even sometimes. It's never your friend. Never be vague. We kind of talked this a little bit earlier, like when we were mentioning the emojis, but I definitely noticed I think I'm better at flirting in person opposed to like doing it on this, like all these apps and websites now, mm-hmm. because like you said, I, like, I try to use so many environmental factors, but I feel like when you're online, all you have is like what they're telling you or like this one image that you have of them or that, that they project. Yeah. 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 And you don't see the body language and that is huge for people, like not to be able to hear the tone of voice, not to be able to, to see like how your body's positioned or, you know, like what it looks like even that we lose so much information in that interaction. Yeah. Get in person, (laughs) get in person if you can. Um, and otherwise there, it's just sort of a matter of like sustaining connection, right? So like getting a flirt in, I always say start in online dating, always start with a flirt because like you're there for a romantic connection, bring the romance right away. Like let them know that you're interested in them in a romantic way, because that's what you're there for. Um, do it. I just, just do it. (laughs) And then you got to sustain a little bit of connection until you can really make that like ask or, or, um, make the plan to meet. And that's like one of the biggest thing is I like a couple years ago, I realized this and I started to bring this to people's attention is sometimes people think that you lost interest or you're not genuine because especially on this online tip, you keep it there too long. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like there has to be like a quick pro- progression almost, not super fast, build a solid base, move to like calls or texts. Like we mm-hmm. all have smartphones, like you can do a video chat pretty much with your phone probably. Yeah. And then yeah. from there, like, cause now, like, especially like last year, that might've been harder because everybody was stuck indoors, but now things yeah. are opening up. You have the option to do in-person dating. So utilize that. Like you said, you'll mm-hmm. get a better sense of the body language of the, your partner and you'll get to see how they adapt to different situations. One of the biggest things that I guess this has less to do with flirting, but more about compatibility. Sometimes you and a person work in a certain situation, maybe not every situation, you know? Um, so once you like take it to a next level, you could see like, Hey, maybe I have to change like my flirting style because in real life, you don't really have emojis. Like sure. You can make faces, but I feel like random winks could be a little cringe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might not communicate exactly yeah. what you want. <laughs> you know, I like, I had a friend who like, who would actually like say like, sometimes instead of like laughing or he'll be like lol or he'll be like sad face emoji and i'm just like no i don't think that translates as well Mm -hmm. as you wanted it to yeah (laughs) it's not really as good as the real deal um but besides flirting like like i said we live in this really technology forward age how do you think like do you have any tips to help people make genuine connections from like the apps or like the online, like I almost said GoDaddy. No, we're not building websites. Um, like plenty of fish or like stuff like that. Yes. Um, yeah, that's another thing that I teach. Exactly. Perfect. Uh, so the way that I teach connection, like the, 
the base, you know, 101, connection 101, is something called emotional questions. And emotional questions are open-ended questions that use an emotional word. An emotional word is a word like feel, love, excited, want, uh, like, hate, uh, anything, any word that, like, evokes an emotion. Um, and what you do with that is you put it in the question. So you say, how do you feel about what do you want to be when you grow up, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, as a joke. Um, how, how, um, yeah, I don't know. How do you feel is such a great one because it, it, it just lets you know so much more information about someone than kind of those like logistics questions or like the quantifiable questions. Like you're not asking how many of this they have or like, what kind of car they drive like you're you're asking questions about like how they are as a person and that's going to give you so much more insight into how how they are <laughs> and whether you like them you know whether they're the kind of person you like even the best questions <laughs> those questions you know like what's the worst thing that ever happened to you right is going to give you so much more information about that person the way they respond to it right it's just right. going to tell you so much more about who they are rather than like what do you do Right. right. No more interview questions in dating apps. No more. Scratch all of them. Only using emotional questions is just going to launch you. Like, it's just going to launch your connection with people right from the get-go. Listen, guys, you're hearing it from the expert's mouth, like, really in tune with our emotions and inquisitive uh, because nobody, because if you, if you put yourself in the same position, A, how many times have you been asked on a first date, what do you do? How many siblings do you have? Like, you could probably, right now, I could probably ask you all to write down five questions that you get asked on the first date, and they'll be the same, or majority of them will be the same across the board. So this is not only a good way to break that cycle, but however, to potentially stand out, because um, we also live in an age where we are talking to more than one people at a certain time, you know, especially starting out. So this is a good way to probably differentiate yourself from some other person that your partner's talking to, you know, like, wow, yeah. I didn't have to spend three days, like going over the same thing. I spent three days going over just now. It's actually something yeah. different. I'm like, might make them more excited to actually have conversation with you. 100%. And because that's the other part about these emotional questions is what they do is they have the answer. The, the responder also feels right. They also are having an emotional response just by you adding that word in, right? Just by framing the question as like an emotional question, you're putting them in an emotional state, um, which which if they're really able to talk, then like if they're really telling you a story, like they're reliving that story emotionally, they are more interested in themselves and therefore you at that time. Like they're literally getting more excited about talking to you at that point. Yeah. Like, it's, it's magic. That's just magic. <laughs> so, Listen, you know, guys, hopefully these tips that you heard today will help transport you to like a whole new world. I couldn't think of a better magic joke. So I went with Aladdin. Okay. Deal with it. <laughs> it's a timeless Disney classic. If you don't agree, you can exit the episode right now after you follow both of us on all our links that are be down below in the show notes. Um, anyway, <laughs> back to what I was saying. <laughs> 
Uh, no, like these, this wasn't too much for you. Um, Cause we don't want to overload you with these, you know, cause also, if we yeah. gave you like 17 different things to try and you tried Sorry all 17, no, you're fine. <laughs> I was like, if you tried all 17, that probably, you wouldn't know what worked or if it did work, why it worked. So it's, it's good to try these things in like small chunks or like one at a time. So you, so A, you get comfortable with it and B, you know, which one works best with you or with your specific partner. You know what guys, like I said, I think this is a great place to start wrapping just because you don't want to give you too much homework. All right. We're heading into holiday season. I know you got a thousand things in your mind. You're probably still trying to find a date to be plus one for Thanksgiving dinner because you're tired of being the, the only sibling that comes with no date. I just talk about myself potentially, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> so we are going to move into the best part of the show, in my opinion, and your opinion. I know you all love it. We're going to do the quickie questions with Alana. Oh, God. Okay. Listen, okay. listen, it's, it's a really, really easy test. Okay. There are only five okay. questions. All they right. might get a little more, I'm not going to say difficult, but thought provoking as we go. Okay. And um, what's a really big turn on for you? Like typically I ask this question to people who are partnered. What is it about your partner that really like drew you to them? To them? Speed round. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was a whole package deal. Okay. <laughs> and also pun intended. And um, yeah, I don't know. It was just because it was easy. That's what, that's what I'll say. Like it, it wasn't, What's it good? wasn't. It sounded like you surrendered thing. to love too. Hmm? Yes, yeah. I did surrender to love. <laughs> I totally did. It See, was easy to surrender. It happens to people, okay, guys? <laughs> All right, let's flip the coin. What's a big turnoff? Mm. Like, there was probably some dent or ding in that package. Let's let's be honest. It wasn't pristine. Oh, yeah. He was growing his hair out when we met. Mm. Like, early 2000s hipster or... Yeah, early 2000s oh. hipster. Like, because he would also then he would wear a beanie and it would flip, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, it's like... <laughs> Modern day Shaggy does not translate, guys. Like Shaggy no. was the pinnacle of what a hipster was. She yeah. left it there. Sometimes he mentioned the word man bun, and we didn't break up, but we could have. <laughs> I thought about a man bun for like probably all of thirty-five seconds, and I was like, "I'm okay. Never mind. Maybe in the next life." Okay, it's good. Um, not a question, but it's something I know myself in the audience wants to hear. Give us a bad date story. Oh God. <laughs> gonna be in my book coming out so get ready here's the short version one time I was in a long distance relationship and um went back to see him and he took me on a surprise date to a swingers club that sounds like a perfect date what are you talking about are you silly no I'm kidding that would um <laughs> that would definitely um surprise yeah like you you did you That's see it coming Listen, did you see it coming? I did not. Listen, okay, there was everybody nothing, always gripes nothing. about <laughs> being spontaneous, okay? He was they were spontaneous if nothing else. We will try to find the one little silver lining. <laughs> you're like, hey, your heart was yeah. in the right place, but like maybe we should just like workshop this next time. We did not talk anymore. <laughs> and uh, I will get myself on thank you. Um <laughs> What's one piece of advice you could you wish you could tell your younger self about relationships? It gets better. <laughs> That's a common one we get. That's a common one. Yeah, you know, there's so much to say. 
I, I was struggling. I was really struggling. Listen, all so, aboard the Hamas Express. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> and then lastly, what's one thing that you think you can improve on as a partner? So many things. Let's see. Um, <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. Everybody's like, oh, it's so hard. Like, there's nothing wrong with me. I was like, let's oh, be honest. No. I have like at least <laughs> 75 things wrong with me. So like pick any one you want. Yeah, for me, um, it's definitely the anger. I'm I'm the angry partner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's my, that is my response when I am frustrated, upset, feeling like that powerless thing we talked about. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not quick to anger, but like when I get angry, like I'm angry and, um, I'm not very effective at communicating in those moments. And, uh, that's really an edge for me. I really, I really can, can get better at that. We appreciate your honesty and your openness and communication. Like we always mention guys is the fundamental, fundamental building block to a successful relationship. Um, Lana, thank you again for coming on. I'm going to turn the mic over to you. Tell us about anything you got coming up where we can find you. Any big thing you think that we need to know? All yours. All right. Definitely look for me on um, social media at A Vessel for Love. All spelled out. So, and a vessel is spelled V E S S E L. <laughs> I was told that's a hard word to spell. Um, and also my website, avesselforlove.com, which I'm assuming will be linked down below. Um, and I work one-on-one with people and help them find the love of their lives. So if you are looking for the love of your life and it's been a struggle, I can help you absolutely with all of the skills and sort of mindset work that's needed to turn that whole journey around for you and get you in touch with your, the love of your wildest dreams. Um, and then for women or feminine energy people, I also run a group course the Art of Feminine Seduction, which is very fun and very luscious and powerful. Um, a way to become someone who is wanted, right? A way to become someone who has success in dating and feels great about dating, who has so much fun dating and feels like they're, you know, building relationship while dating. So I would love to see any and all of you there and get in contact with me anytime. I love to hear your stories also, or just support you through relationship things. So um, ask me any questions and I'm always happy to connect. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to let her go. We're going to be super respectful of her time. I will see all you beautiful singles in two weeks. Thanksgiving's coming up, Black Friday, a bunch of other things. So I know you're busy, but thank you for taking this time and hanging out with us.